0: Welcome, welcome welcome back it's the penalty box on kcou 88.1 fm and uh today is a bit of a special day jack knowlton peter camp and joined along with us is our guest we're not bringing a guest just in for the penalty box this week because it's a special time in the nfl and we need only the best and the brightest nfl draft mind and me and peter <laughs> uh that we know and that is of course Jacob Infante. Jacob, I'm sure you've been pretty in demand in the last couple weeks as the draft has gotten closer for your expert analysis. Would you would you agree to that?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's been a busy, like, especially the past, like, two weeks or so, it's been pretty busy, but, you know, I've been able to manage it pretty well, and it, I, I always love uh, just being able to talk about the draft, especially with friends, you know. It's a really cool opportunity, and I'm really excited for what this uh, weekend has in store.
0: Yeah. Peter, are you excited for the draft?
2: Oh, I'm always excited for the draft.
1: It's yeah.
0: al- it's always a fun time.
1: It's always so fun.
2: Yeah, I mean, especially y- if you follow college football even if you're a college fan or a pro fan or especially if you're both it's just something you always have to watch
0: yeah it's fun too nowadays being in college and you get to see especially going to an sec school a lot of these players in person
2: what makes me feel weird is that i'm so used to them being so much older than me yeah and now they're my (laughs) age
0: next year will be the year that like kids who graduated high school when we did will be able to be drafted into the nfl
1: oh that's which is it's so weird they're gonna be guys drafted who were born in the year two thousand. Yeah, that's you know. gonna be so weird to me. Yeah,
0: it's it's very strange. But nevertheless, uh we're gonna be really original here on the penalty box, do an idea that no one has ever done before. Never. And that's do <laughs> a round one mock draft. That's yeah. what we have wow. in here for. We divvied up the teams, so I think Peter, you unfortunately got the the stuck with having one less team when I did the math, but it's all good. Uh, yeah, Infante, I've given you we we divided up so you would have the Bears. So yeah. I'm very excited to hear that. And we, we don't go. know who we all picked ahead of time, so I, I've we've had to kind of have backup options. And you know, if your your pick might get stolen, just like how <laughs> you know the real draft might go, but we'll have to see. Should we?
2: Should we just kick it off? Should we yes, just get sir? right into Let's it? Do this. All I'll, right. I'll start the clock for 10 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah, we need <laughs> to think about it. And yeah. then you, can, who's who's making the first pick? It's me. Okay. It's me. I've it's got it. Yeah. It's not Kellen Mond.
0: It is. Why'd no. you spoil it? Dang. No. Come on, Peter. You spoiled it's the first Kellen overall Mond. pick. The best QB1 in this draft, Texas A&M legend, Kellen Mond. I Mop.
2: will not stand for this. No uh, scrutiny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, Kellen Mond will not be going number one overall. I don't think Jacksonville will take too long to make this pick. As I, w- I will not either. It's mm. Trevor Lawrence. He will Nick be the number Bolton. one overall pick. <laughs> Nick Bolton. <laughs> uh, I, I'm picking Trevor Lawrence for the Jaguars. Oh, I can't speak. That'll be the easiest decision we make. Quarterback in this draft. You guys have any other Clemson? Any thoughts on on Trevor Lawrence? I mean, other than what's what's pretty well known about
1: him? I mean. It, it, it's just very obvious at this point he's the top guy in this draft from you know arm strength athleticism accuracy size resume all that like he's more or less the total package as a quarterback he's
2: I, he's going number one i think he's proved it since probably his first year starting that he's nba re- nba ready nba well, ready <laughs> <laughs> different thing uh nfl ready and um yeah, I think in the in the uh, the program he was in in Clemson and all the success that they've had, I think he's a, a for sure pick for Urban Meyer.
1: I mean, he is a yeah. pretty he is a pretty tall guy. I'm sure he can play basketball pretty well. Yeah, probably. Is It'll, he like six five? I yeah, think so. six five, six six in that ballpark. Mm-hmm.
0: It'd be like uh, with Jalen Suggs. He could be both six, NFL six. and NBA ready. Yeah, exactly. Because that guy's <laughs> Iowa quarterback. eh, Peter, Jalen Suggs. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, we'll get the easy one out of the way And I guess number two is is a little is pretty consensus But Infante, you were tasked with the second pick The New York Jets, who are they selecting?
1: J-E-T-S Yeah, so I think the Jets are going to go Zach Wilson, QB Ooh. out of BYU here uh, That's another one, you know Most mock drafts, if not all of them at this point Have Wilson going number two uh, I have him as my QB two. I mean, it's really close uh, but I do have Wilson as my q b two. I think that his arm strength and just the talent he brings uh, off platform and just moving around. and that's something that really thrives in today's modern NFL. I think he's maybe not as much of a sure thing as a guy like Trevor Lawrence, but I think that he's, you know, got a very high ceiling
0: all right. Zach Wilson at number two. Peter, you have an interesting pick with number three. It is, of course, the san francisco forty ers who traded to get this pick. and there's been some. You know, rumors in the news that at least I've seen about who they're going to pick. Before we get into that, who are you personally going to select as the 49ers? Is it who
2: I want it to be or who I think it will be? It's up to you. I think you should go
0: probably who you'd who you'd want. And then we who can discuss. Who I would want. Yeah.
2: Justin Fields. All
0: right. There Peter's picking Justin Fields. I, I think that's the good pick. Now, I've seen a lot in the news that Mac Jones might get drafted three to the 49ers. Or at least... A couple of I, I saw a mock draft from I think Chris Sims who had him going three to the 49ers. Is that has that been kind of the the wave in Fonte?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, that's you know generally been. I think it might be Mac Jones. I I really don't know. I keep flip flopping day by day if it's going to be Mac Jones or Trey Lance. Uh, but regardless of who it actually is, I think Justin Fields is definitely the best of mm-hmm. you know those three QBs who would be available. I really don't get why people are hating on him. Not, not, not necessarily hating on him, but just sleeping on him in general. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he's proven the past two years he can do it against some of the best of the best. Uh, and Just the arm strength and the talent. I saw this earlier, which made me think, okay, so Mac Jones is lauded because he's smart and accurate. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have a great arm or athleticism. Trey Lance is highly touted because he has a great arm and athleticism, but he's not super accurate or uh pro ready in like his reads or whatever. Justin Fields is all of those. Right. So I, I don't really understand why Justin Fields isn't being viewed as that top target for number three. Uh, I think that, you know, the 49ers would be making a mistake by not taking Fields here. So I, I definitely agree with Pete. I think that's what I do as well, but what they're actually going to do, I'm leaning Mac Jones I'm right now. I'm also
2: leaning Mac Jones because I asked, like, do you want, like, the real pick or no, what I, I would pick? Because yeah, I definitely yeah. lead towards Justin Fields being this pick. Right. But I've also heard that Mac Jones is definitely, the, I think, the guy Shanahan's going to pick. So yeah. I think, that's why I asked.
0: I think us taking who we think should be picked there might be a little bit more, I guess, fun. And just then you can we can talk about who yeah. they actually might pick based on who they want. But mm-hmm. it, it'll be interesting. I think that's been the consensus that people think Justin Fields is a lot better than Lance and Mac Jones. Yeah. And yet these guys, for the reason Fonte said, are kind of working their way up dra- draft boards. It's, it's interesting.
1: It really is. I'm
0: I'm curious to see. They've got an interesting pick. We gave you a tough task, Peter, for your first pick <laughs> of, the, of, the, of the mock draft. But he went with Justin oh. Fields. Three quarterbacks <laughs> off the board. I have the fourth pick with the Atlanta another Falcons. Another quarterback. I am not Ooh. picking another quarterback. I know there was some rumors that Trey Lance might go here at four. Um, you know, considering if the 49ers are to go Mac Jones at 3, but I'm going to pick Kyle Pitts at 4. I yeah. think Kyle Pitts is a top 3 prospect in this draft as a whole. I think even though Matt Ryan is getting older, you've got Calvin Ridley there, you've got Julio Jones there. You add Kyle Pitts to that, even like just receiving core. I know he's considered yeah. a tight end. They're going to be phenomenal and he's going to he's he's a weapon. He's just like, I don't know, he's a freak athlete. You know, you can yeah. talk a bit more about him in Fonte.
1: Yeah, I feel like Kyle Pitts is the best tight end to enter the draft in over a decade. And I'm trying to think of who else would be like up there. Like Maybe Vernon Davis, was that like 05, 06, something? I've
0: seen Darren Waller, too, like, compared, like yeah. a pro comparison.
1: Yeah, I think Darren Waller is a really good comparison for Kyle Pitts. Just the size, the athletic ability, the ball skills. I think Pitts is actually a bit more physical than Darren Waller, which is, you know, that's saying a lot because Waller's like, He's a top-five tight end of the NFL today, and to say that Pitts can be a better version of him, that's like a really high ceiling to go for, and you usually don't draft a tight end that high. But if you have the chance to do that if you're the Falcons, you have to at least consider it.
2: That dude's a machine. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's ridiculous. The stats he's put up and the stuff he's done during his pro day and the his intangibles, I mean, this guy, who, We might be looking at a top-tight end. And pass league. on him.
0: One we got to all watch in person, too, when two years ago before he got as much of the hype as yeah. he did, mm-hmm. so that's kind of exciting there, too. But yeah, um, Kyle Pitts at four to Atlanta. Infante, you are re-on the clock with the Bengals.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to go again with what I think should happen. I think there's that... Like, like one of two options, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, in I think the Bengals will go with Jamar Chase, but I'm going to go with Pene Sewell here. Okay. Because uh, that's just personally what I would do, because... The Bengals do have T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. And, you know, they're so, they're solid receivers. I think you could upgrade with Jamar Chase there. But I think offensive line's a bigger need. I have Penny Sewell higher on my board, so factoring in uh, best player available and that need, I think that would be huge to protect Joe Burrow because you don't want him uh, tearing his ACL again or getting, you know, roughed up because he looked really good his rookie year. Uh considering the fact that he had a you know, poor offensive line in front of him. So you get a chance to upgrade that and get a true like blue-chip prospect in Sewell, I think that's a good move. I don't think they'll do it in real life, though. I feel yeah. like
2: in every draft, nobody goes wrong with picking an offensive lineman in the first round. Yeah, And especially looking at Cincinnati last year, like you said, uh, Joe Burrow was definitely running for his life on most plays, just trying to make a play happen because that offensive line struggled to hold back anybody. So... I know he said that he really wants Jamar Chase because you know national championship team and stuff, but yeah. I feel like the safest route, the best route, would be to protect your quarterback first.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've I've spoke about there, I've said this a few times before. I think they should pick Jamar Chase. I think Jamar Chase is, is like smarter. I don't think they'll go wrong with picking Penny Sewell. If they pick one of those two guys, I think it'll be smart either way. Yeah, but I lean more toward Jamar Chase because I think. Like I'm a chemistry guy. I like when two players have played together before. Jamar Chase is extremely talented. And it was an unfortunate that we couldn't see that on a college level again last year. Yeah. Um, but I think I, I don't think you can go wrong linking those two guys back up. But Pene also makes a heck of a lot of sense. He is yeah. an insane prospect as well. Um and if basically it'll be a botch if they don't pick either one. They pick like, I don't know, some <laughs> some wild card wide receiver, which yeah. would be mm-hmm. Very Bengals. But anyway, uh, Peter, you're back on the clock. Miami Dolphins, the sixth overall pick.
2: I'm going to be honest. This was just going to be all based on what Infante picked, so I'm going to go <laughs> Jamar Chase, wide receiver. There we go. Okay. LSU. Okay. Why,
0: why Jamar Chase, Pete?
2: I mean, that's an, that's an offense that really hasn't had the wide receiver help since Jarvis Landry was there. And so having Tua in his second year, giving him a little bit of wide receiver help, um, yeah, I think, and they got Laramie. Did they trade away Laramie Tunsil, or they got Laramie Tunsil? Oh, they traded him away. They yeah. traded him away. That's right. But yeah, I think that's a that's one of their their low spots was kind of needing that 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 wide receiver guy to connect with with Tua, and Jamar Chase is a guy who's very fast, who's very quick, who has great hands, and um, yeah, I think he's the top wide receiver in the, in the draft. So
0: yeah, I, I think it's interesting. I think if Jamar Chase falls to five, or since he take him at five, I think Miami probably looks for maybe one of the Alabama guys just because you could once again re-link up an Alabama receiver with an Alabama quarterback, which could be good, but I think you're right. If Jamar Chase is there at six, he's probably a, maybe a bit more NFL ready. I don't know if you agree with that Infante or, or the smarter pick. like would you have done that? or would you take maybe an Alabama guy to link up with, with Tua?
1: Yeah, uh, I have Jamar Chase as my wide receiver one. Yeah. I actually had Devontae Smith at receiver one for the longest time, but I think that... Flipped on it. Yeah, yeah, I flipped uh, pretty recently. I think that Jamar Chase brings more physicality and you know less concerns regarding his size. Uh, I think he's more or less exactly what you want in a number one receiver. I mean, he's big, he's athletic, he's got good hands, uh, physical, good route runner... Uh, there are very few like flaws to his game. And yeah, I do think that uh, an Alabama receiver is absolutely in the cards here. And in real life, I think that could be the pick. Because uh, again, like I said, I think the Bengals will take Jamar Chase and the Dolphins will have either Penny Sewell or one of the Alabama receivers. But regardless of whatever happens, uh, I think Jamar Chase is an incredibly talented receiver. Uh, and I don't think you can go wrong with him here. I think that he could be... A strong number one target, and if you got a rookie—well, not a rookie anymore—but a guy on a rookie contract playing quarterback, uh, you want to surround Tua with as many weapons and you know offensive talent guys as much as possible. So I think that would be a good move there. Uh, I'd be really shocked if Miami doesn't go uh, offense with their first overall pick.
0: All right. Yeah. No. It, it'll be it'll be interesting. And now I have a dilemma because I did <laughs> not think this was going to happen. I thought one of the Alabama guys would be gone. This would make my decision easier. Huh. So oh, I have boy. the Detroit Lions at seven, and I am obviously torn between Devonte Smith and Jalen Waddle. Oh, this is difficult. You know what? Oh, I I really like Jalen Waddle. I had even said he was the best guy there when um when Rugs and Jerry Judy were there. I still liked him a lot. But Devontae Smith
2: is so, oh he's so good. Heisman Trophy. He won went. the Heisman yeah. Trophy.
0: I'm gonna pick him at seven. I'm gonna go Devonte Smith. Interesting. I th- I think he gets that. He rides that momentum that he he did he had winning the Heisman Trophy. I think obviously the main concern is him being pretty small. He's a skinny guy. He's only I think like 166 or something. Yeah, that's um, right. But you know, in my opinion, if he can avoid getting injured, which I know is gonna be tougher in the NFL. um, I just think his his uh, his route running, his hands, all those traits are are too good to pass up and I think yeah, I'm I'm going to go Slim Reaper, Devontae Smith at 7 to the Lions.
2: Do you think uh Devonte Smith would have won the Heisman if Waddle never got injured?
0: Probably not just cuz I think Waddle would have had more of the load. <laughs> like I think I think I think he just wouldn't have had the numbers required because he wouldn't have been relied on as much. But yeah. that's not to speak to, like, a lack of Smith's ability. I just think Waddle's also very good. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll go Devontae Smith at 7. I don't know how hot of a take that is, but I think they're going to pick a receiver, and it's going to be one of those two.
1: Yeah, I like that. Uh, I do have Devontae Smith slightly ahead of Jalen Waddle. Uh, even though I think Waddle will go first, that's just a gut feeling because, yeah. you know, NFL loves those speed guys, and that's, you know, just how the league works. But I think Devontae Dude, he's Smith... Be a Raider. Yeah, it's yeah. gotta be a raider. <laughs> I feel raider. like it's it's oh, it's, geez.
0: <laughs> it's a match. Him and yeah. Henry Ruggs though on the oh, same team. Man. Oh my
1: goodness. <laughs> be insane. But yeah, I think Devontae Smith is the best route runner in this class. Uh just a pure technician off the line of scrimmage and can consistently get open. Uh I think he'd be exactly what the Lions need. Uh I mean the Lions just need a receiver in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, their top two guys, I think, are Tyrell Williams and uh Brashad Perriman right now. I think that's right. Yeah. So yeah. And like I get it. You could go quarterback here, but they want to give Jared Goff a fair shout. And if they want to do that, then uh they should surround him with as much talent as possible. And they haven't really done a good job of that so far. So here's their opportunity to kind of write that wrong.
0: There it is. All right. Infante, you have the eighth pick, Carolina.
1: Who are you going with? So this is an interesting situation because you got both Trey Lance and Mac Jones available here. Do you think they'll go quarterback? I'm debating it because I I'm not sold Sam Darnold's gonna be the guy there. Okay. Uh, but uh, you know what? I'll go. I'm not gonna go quarterback here. I'm gonna go Rashawn Slater. Mm. Ooh, I'm gonna go okay. with Rashawn Slater, uh, the O lineman out of Northwestern. I wanted. It's <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry, Pete. But yeah, this, this oh no, never mind. No, I'm, I'm good. We're good.
0: All right, <laughs> we're good. You're gonna pick the Iowa guy, aren't you? Yeah, maybe I will. <laughs> He's like, a isn't he like a third or second round kind of talent?
1: Oh Nixon? Yeah. Did yeah, he be on Nixon. Yeah, yeah. N- Nixon's up there. I think round two, round three is pretty fair for him. I think we'll go late too.
0: But you're gonna go with an offensive lineman, just yeah. surround, just give Darnold some protection, and give him the chance.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going with Rashawn Slater here. I I do really like the prospect of Trey Lance here, but at the same time, I feel like Sam Darnold could thrive in this system with Carolina. Will he ever be great? I don't think so, but you've got really good wide receivers. You've got one of, if not the best running back in the league and Christian McCaffrey, and you've got a really quarterback friendly offensive system. So it's basically the exact opposite of what he had with the jets, you know, flip that over. Now here he is in Carolina. So, just, you know, improve that offensive line a little bit. They have pieces there, uh, like Matt Paradis, the center, and Taylor Moten, the right are pretty good. But I feel like you can improve and get Rashawn Slater up front. Wherever you put him, I think that he's going to be a day-one starter and an impact player.
0: All right, Peter, who are you going with? You've got the ninth pick, the Denver Broncos.
2: <sighs> this is so tough. I'm deciding between three guys, and I'm leaning towards one.
0: Um, this is the green. No, not the green room. I don't know. You're in Jerry Jones' submarine, but for Denver, (laughs) picking who to draft.
2: I'm going to go with Micah Parsons. Okay.
0: Ooh. All right. Why Micah Parsons, Pete?
2: Um, I know they definitely struggled with Von Miller being gone last year, and so having that guy like Micah Parsons, who's an absolute monster, fill in the gaps uh, I think is something that Denver needs. I was definitely debating going corner. Patrick Sertan and J.C. Horn could have been guys who really could have helped kind of an ailing secondary. But I really liked the idea of Miller, Chubb, and Parsons all being kind of in those gaps there. And, yeah, that's that's why I chose that one. All right.
0: Micah Parsons going nine to the Broncos. I'm thankful. I'm grateful that you didn't pick a corner. At 10 because I have the 10th pick yeah I also kind Dallas. of wanted
2: to screw you over but
0: <laughs> yeah part of this is just going to be like a strategic like how can I make the other person sweat and make them have to pick like a <laughs> third option because you take their players but I have the 10th pick with Dallas and I am going to go corner here and I think I'm going to take what seems to be the best corner off the board and Patrick Sertan from Alabama I think I don't know he's just a, you he's, do you want to
2: go running back I'm not picking a running back at <laughs> you do you want to go quarterback
0: not Najee Harris, you know what, we'll pick, no. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick, yeah. I'm going to go Patrick Sertan, and you want to break him down a little bit, why he's a, a good fit for Dallas?
1: Yeah, I feel like a lot of mock drafts and a lot of just reports in general are kind of tying Sertan to the Cowboys, and I think that's the best fit for them, because they need that corner who can dominate on the boundary. I think Sertan, he's big, he's athletic, he's smart, he's physical. Uh, he brings a lot of t- uh, talent, and... I I don't know, because it's weird that uh, in a normal year, a defensive player would go before 9 and 10, because those are the first two defensive prospects that we've picked off the board. Right. Normally we'd see a defensive guy or two go in the top five, but regardless, I think that Patrick Sertan is very good talent, fluid in a vacuum. I think his deep speed is... It's good. I think people worry about it too much. I think he's a pretty you know, good athlete in terms of that straight line speed. So, regardless, I think he brings a lot to the table. That would be a great pick for the Cowboys. All
0: right. Patrick said, so What was that noise?
2: I popped my knuckle. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. you okay? <laughs>
2: that's that's cool.
0: That was loud. Yeah, yeah that was. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> pretty crisp. Uh, Infante, you're on the clock number 11, don't the do New it. York Giants. Yeah, please don't do <laughs> it. Don't do it. I'm also nervous because I think both of my options for my next don't. pick are going to get taken off the board.
1: Don't, don't do it. Alright, I'm I'm looking here the New York Giants and you've got Daniel Jones on our center. True. And Don't do it. Whether or not he's <laughs> gonna be the guy long term, I don't Come know. On. But I strongly feel like they're gonna wanna surround him with as much talent as possible. So I'm going with Jalen Waddle here for the Giants.
0: Phew. Yes. That helps me. I don't know if that helps beat with Philly, but... I needed a wide receiver. <laughs> uh, hey, you I'm got, sorry. You got... Now I got to reach... Elijah Moore. I can't reach. Rondell Moore. I know him. you love Rondell
1: Bateman. Moore,
2: Peter. Uh, Rashad Bateman. No. But yeah, you're going with... You're going I'm with, going
0: with, with Jalen Waddle.
1: Here. I think
2: that's a good shout. Are you sure you don't want to switch? Uh,
1: I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> want to start having trades? Doesn't yeah. make it super confusing. <laughs> All right. Oh, geez. But well, yeah,
1: yeah, I think uh, Jalen Waddle... He plays off of Kenny Galladay very well, at least I think he would, because Galladay's like a bigger, more physical guy, and Waddle's probably the fastest wideout in the class. So you get that combination of like that physicality and that speed. I think that will be a really good fit for the Giants. Just try and make the most out of Daniel Jones' rookie contract, and results haven't been as desired right now. But they did a lot in free agency. They were pretty active this offseason, and I think that giving them another receiver will be really helpful for Daniel Jones. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm in agreement with that for sure. All right, Pete. That's no, a great pick. <laughs> You're on number twelve, Come Philly. All <laughs> a team in need of wide receivers has <sighs> just lost out on the top three. So
2: Well, it's not a bad backup. <laughs> Philly, I think their biggest need is wide receiver, just because Rager hasn't been the guy that everybody expected them to be. And they still need help. That being said, I think the second biggest need for Philly is cornerback, and that's why I'm going with JC Horn out of South Carolina. Alrighty. Good shout. I just think, why'd you have to take Waddle, man? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be, he was gonna Gosh, be disappointed. That would have been how... perfect, perfect for me. But no, JC J- Jalen Hurts too. JC Horn is very solid. Uh, yeah, getting some help for Jalen Hurts, but. No, I think that was another another, uh, another position that they really needed to emphasize. And I think that instead of reaching on a wide receiver this early, I think you just got to go with uh, the, the second biggest need while also having a guy that fits perfectly in that spot. So, J.C. Horn, South Carolina. All eagle.
0: Right. He's now an eagle to mm-hmm. Peter's dismay. But he's an eagle. And I'm happy for the team, man. <laughs> you're so happy. Um, so this was the almost the ideal situation for me at 13 with the L.A. Chargers because we had if, – if Infante had chosen a quarterback for Are Carolina – Are you going Trey Lance? No, no, no. Infante had almost <laughs> chosen – After having a rookie of the, <laughs> yeah, rookie of the yeah, year? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're done. You know, just you're done. Just some QB cop, you know. Um, no, after Infante picked – if he would have picked a quarterback for Carolina at 8, it would have meant the Chargers – had a good, and a wide receiver at 11 to the Giants. I think the Chargers would have had Rashawn Slater here, which I think would have been a good steal for them at 13. But Rashawn Slater went to the Panthers. So I'm going to take my backup option at offensive lineman. I hope I'm not reaching too much here. I'm thinking Christian Derisoff from Virginia Tech. Very nice. um, I think he's, you know, O-line three, I guess, so to speak, behind Sewell and uh, Rashawn Slater. But I think... Like Peter said, Justin Herbert, Offensive Rookie of the Year last year, he's like, turned out to be a really good pick. Need to get him protection, make sure he's not getting injured. Um, they have some good weapons there in L.A. Um, and, yeah, I think, I think uh, Derisaw would just, would just fit well and lock down that offensive line.
1: Yeah, I like that a lot. I feel like the Chargers have tried to make that a priority this offseason because they brought in the all-pro center Corey Lindsley from Green Bay. They signed him in free agency, which I loved. And they've got Brian Belaga up front there, too, and they added a couple other guys, but they could still legend, use the left Boulaga. tackle. Brian Belaga, Iowa.
2: future. Yeah, I was going to say Hawkeye legend Brian Belaga. Hawkeye legend
1: Brian Belaga. Hawkeye again.
2: legend Brian Belaga.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think that Darisaw just his athletic ability and his raw power at the point of attack, It's he really brings a lot to the table that teams are going to like from a physical standpoint. And he also he's also an intelligent player. Like, he knows what he's doing out there. So... I think that's as good of a pick as the Chargers could get. If Rashawn Slater does fall to 13, I don't think he will. Uh, then that would be a great pick. But I think Darrellsaw is the realistic option here. I think that's what they will do uh, come draft day, and I'm uh, I'm a big fan of that.
0: Alrighty, 14, Infante, you're back on the clock. What are Minnesota going to do with that pick?
1: I know a lot of mock drafts have the Vikings taking Elijah Vera Tucker, the guard out of USC here, but.
0: Get the sense you aren't doing that. I'm not
1: going to do that. Aha! Uh-huh. Because I see an opportunity. I see an opportunity that I wasn't expecting. It is three and a half hours from Minneapolis, Minnesota to Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, oh! <laughs> I'm going Wait. Trey Lance Whoa. here. Whoa.
2: <laughs> there it is. And
1: Where's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> sheesh. And I, I've, Kirk Cousins, is a fine quarterback, but. He's only going to be around on the team for so long and you probably don't want to pay him another 30-40 million dollars because you've seen what you, you've seen what your ceiling is with him. You know that sure you'll win some games, maybe you'll go to the playoffs, uh, go to the wild card whatever, maybe win a game there, but this that's not a Super Bowl team with Kirk Cousins. You get a guy like Trey Lance who's raw but has a super high ceiling. Have him sit under one of, you know, like a game manager type like Kirk Cousins. Sit for a year, maybe two. I, I don't know exactly what Kirk Cousins' contract looks like right now, but you get that long-term security option. I think that would be really interesting. I don't think the Vikings will go out of their way to take a quarterback this year, but again, if a, if a guy like Trey Lance falls to 14, I think they'll consider it, and that's what I do in this case.
0: All right, Trey Lance, the quarterback is off the board to the Vikings. I, have never, I haven't seen that in any mock drafts. Has that been mocked at all? I, haven't looked I, at I don't too think many, so. But.
2: So he has one more year after this year. Okay. Her so he'll have says. to sit for two years. Yeah.
1: Okay, and I think that's fair, because you'll still have three years of control with, with Trey Lance as the starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then eventually, you know, just see what he can do, because you'll still have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen will probably be on the roster there still. Uh, but regardless, I think that's you know a good landing spot for Trey Lance. All right, Pete.
0: Fifteen with New England, a quarterback off well, board. This makes my pick a lot easier. Yeah, you don't have you. Pete almost had
2: a debate. on <laughs> I almost on his had hands. to debate in my head which one I wanted to pick, but I guess unathletic quarterbacks is the way to go in New England. I'm going <laughs> Mac Jones. Oh, oh, sorry. There gotcha. we go.
0: Mac Jones from Alabama, another quarterback off the board. Did you see? I started writing Kellen Mond on that.
2: <laughs> did you really? I did. Oh my gosh.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, that seems like a pretty a pretty good fit. They've been they've been pretty. Hesitant toward toward Cam Newton, which has been I've been disappointed. I was excited to see how he'd do in New England, but he had kind of a mediocre year. Do you been think, great. You think Mac Jones can be the guy in New England?
2: I think he could be the guy. I mean, like I said, I think Belichick looks more for arm talent than he does a guy who can run out of the po- like the the more athletic quarterback that we see nowadays running out of the pocket and all that stuff. I think Mac Jones, like we said earlier, might not be the athletic type, but he's a guy who can put the ball on a string or a rope and um quarterback was just a really big need uh there are a few uh mock drafts seeing new england trade up and possibly get like justin fields because people think he's gonna drop but yeah i think in this situation mac jones is probably the best guy for them so
0: yeah i'd have to agree um i have the 16th pick this will be the last pick before i go to a break just because it'll be halfway through mm-hmm. and i have the cardinals and i've got I'm I'm torn between two guys, and I've only seen one of them mock to the Cardinals, and the other one I've seen a couple times, um, and so I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm going defense. Mm. I want to you know I think I want to beef up that defense. They have Isaiah Simmons, who they picked last year, who is really really talented. But they kind of I think are still f- figuring out where he's going to he fit in. He can play a every bit. position, right? And so I kind of want to pick. Oh, I don't know how hot of a take this is, but I think I'm going to pick him just for fun. I'm gonna go with Zaven Collins, Ooh, okay. a linebacker from Tulsa. That was I think, my
2: second pick. To okay.
0: Them. Okay. I think yeah, beefing up that that linebacking core, adding him in Simmons could be really good. He was, you know, I I watched a YouTube video just kind of documenting his whole story and journey to an NFL prospect, and it's pretty inspiring. Which I know that doesn't really relate to draft stock, but um, yeah, he's a hardworking guy. I think he, you know, he had a lot of tackles last season. He's really solid. I'm gonna go with with the Tulsa man. As a top sixteen pick. I think that's the highest a golden hurricane has ever been drafted. I'll Google it. We who like who knows? But Infante, you think that's a good a good fit for Arizona?
1: I do. Uh, that that is interesting because, you know, that is something that I haven't seen a lot of, but I do think Zayvon Collins is good enough to warrant being picked that high. I think that just the rare combination of size and speed and strength that he brings. Like he's six four I wanna say in around like two sixty. Oh wow. But he moves incredibly yeah. well. And you know, whether you're dropping him back in coverage, I think he's one of the best coverage linebackers despite being like thirty pounds heavier than a lot of the guys in this class. Uh and he can also rush the passer pretty well. So you can move him around a lot. You got him and Isaiah Simmons, two really versatile young athletic, big defenders. That would be a lot of fun on a defense that already has like Chandler Jones. Uh, JJ and J.J. Watt. Watt. So that would be so much fun to watch for sure. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, uh, just to note, if it does happen, he okay. would be the third highest Ooh, Tulsa wow. Hurricane.
0: Who are the other two?
2: So the number two coming in at 14th overall in 1977 <laughs> was Steve August. Oh, legend. Ooh. I remember my guy, Steve, Steve August. August. Yeah. And in 1943, <laughs> the third overall pick, Nolton Trivia. Who is oh, it? Oh,
0: um, um, it's going to be some generic name. Joe Adams. It sure isn't. Okay, what is
1: it? It's Glenn Dobbs. Oh, oh Glenn Dobbs, he man. Played I played re- for the Chicago Cardinals. Man, I remember growing up watching yeah. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn, Dobbs. Dobbs. Glenn Dobbs in the yeah. 40s. Yeah. I I, mean, was, so I I got his autograph one time. I was at a, I was at a like after a Chicago Cardinals game. I want to say it was 1943. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> yeah, the good old days. And uh you know back when half the league was gone in World War in II. World War II. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There
2: you go. It says his position is Back. that's it that's back? it just back not running back not full back not back. Half back
0: back he's just back not linebacker not nope. cornerback just back he's just back alright there we go saving <laughs> Collins the third highest golden hurricane ever to be selected we're gonna kick it to a quick break but when we come back we will have the second half of the I suppose inaugural mock draft on the penalty box the 2021 mock draft on KCOU 88.1 FM keep it here what is back
2: I'm jumping in fire threatens everything in its path. When it threatens our nation and our communities, we respond. We bring the fight to the front line. The Army National Guard stands ready to face the dangers of Mother Nature and protect our homes and our neighbors. We will always be there when your community needs us the most. Discover more about all the ways you can serve part-time in your community by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association at this station. Hey, this is KCOU, 88.1 FM. Are you trying to release the hottest project of this year, possibly next? Come down to our studios in the Student Center, and we can mix, master, record, edit, engineer your whole project, your whole artistic experience wrapped into one visit. Please come down and visit us.
0: If any of this interests you, please email sessions at (coughs) kcou.fm.
2: I was wondering, and that's why I
0: kept it going till the, the drop started, if either of you guys did it again. Uh, we're back, even though we don't know what a back is in football, apparently. Um, but, yeah, we're back with the 2021 KZOU Penalty Box Mock Draft. Uh,
2: Official. No official, other penalty sorry, box drafts are, are, are legit. This is the, the only one. Uh, a
0: little bit of highlights. I just took uh, Zayvon Collins with the 16th pick of Arizona. Infante drafted Trey Lance to the Vikings at 14. Yeah. Very intriguing. Uh, Peter missed out on Jalen Waddell at 12 and had I'm to go to J.C. Horn at Philly. He's not mad about it. Uh, Jamar Chase went to Miami at 6. Peter picked Michael Parsons Penn State at 11. And Justin Fields going 3 to the 49ers as many people think he should, but may not. We will see. Uh, I guess we're just going to keep chugging right along. Infante, you are up with the 17th Whoa. overall pick, the I Las am? Vegas Raiders.
2: No, we're halfway there. <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
1: <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I-, I appreciate you singing. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, I no know no, you you're, you're good. At... You're good. Yeah. This you're, is a singing getting... show that with a the draft. The yeah. You're getting into a musical zone, and yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I intruded no, your no, space. No, no, no. Oh, before Please.
0: you make your pick, I was told on a, a recent show you did a whole Colgan impression for the entire.
1: You, you didn't know, listen to that show? I did not listen to that you show. You didn't
2: listen to that? That was crazy. Yeah, it was
1: the weirdest show of all time. Uh. I, I did do a Hulk Hogan impression for, like, the first 20, 30 minutes of it.
0: Oh, wow. That's impressive.
1: Yeah, and my throat was shot afterwards, <laughs> so I, I had to switch to another, like, other uh, impersonations. I see.
0: I heard Mickey Mouse was one of yeah, them.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Kenny called in, and then he just bursted into the studio. Oh, I assisted with that. You did? Yes. Yeah, that's uh, right. I was I at
0: home, and uh, Kenny, for, for those who don't know, also is a KCOU member comes over to my room and says, can I have your ID? And I say, what for? And he's like, I need to go into KCOU and burst into their show. <laughs> so I did hear some antics were had. Do, they have the, do you have the archive of it? I'll have to get the archive. Yeah. Listen uh, to it.
1: I want to say Nick posted it on Spotify. Oh, good.
0: I will check it out. At
1: Unfiltered. Yeah. Uh, so.
0: Shout out Unfiltered. We're yeah, shout out Unfiltered. directly. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> who are you picking at 17 in this mock draft for Las Vegas?
1: Uh, for this one, I could really go in a lot of different directions here. I mean, what... Uh, shoot, it's really tough. I think that uh, I could go offensive tackle here, but you just signed Colton Miller to a long-term deal, and I feel like they're going to give Brandon Parker a third-round pick back in 2018. I think they're going to give him a fair shout because he hasn't had a lot of playing time recently. So I'm going to go with Christian Barmore, the defensive lineman (sighs) out of Alabama. And... (sighs) It's not a very... <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: it's very... Are you relieved or upset? No, no, I didn't want him. Oh, oh.
2: oh. I thought you were going to steal my pick, a pick before I was going to pick. A Again? Pick. Oh, shoot.
1: <laughs> but no, I'm going with Christian Barmore here. Uh, I feel like he's the best interior defensive lineman in this class, and they just cut uh, Maurice Hurst pretty recently. The Raiders did, and you know he was one of their key starters along the defensive line. So they need someone to step in and replace him. I think Barmore, he's an athletic interior guy. He's strong. Uh, I like a lot of what he brings to the table. I think that's a very John Gruden pick to build in the trenches, get that big guy up front. I think that's a very Raiders-y pick. I think that that's – it wouldn't surprise me at all if that's what they do in real life.
0: All right. Raiders getting Christian Barmore. Peter, you're on the clock. Who did you want to pick for Miami? Well, now I'm
2: kind of, relief? I'm kind of at a, <laughs> a, a uh, crossroads. Crossroads. Now I'm definitely not thinking I'm gonna pick the guy who I thought was gonna pick before Infante made his pick. I might go a little off the rails here. Okay. Okay. My Miami is a team that needs help. Running back wise, ooh.
1: ooh, okay.
2: I'm gonna go Najee Harris. Just <laughs> oh, right. there it is. It's a team that I think needs a running back. I think their top running back right now, if I'm not mistaken, um, I believe is Miles Gaskin. Ooh, Miles Gaskin or Malcolm Brown. So I'm they gonna go back. with the with the big guy out of out of Bama. Give him a fair shot. I was definitely leaning towards getting. Uh, Tevin Jenkins, and I thought that's what Infante was going to pick with the Raiders, but now I definitely think that running back is something that they need to need to polish up, and I think Najee Harris can be that guy.
0: Interesting, interesting. This has not been a draft for running backs. It no. does not seem like.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like Najee Harris is going to go round one, but I don't know if anyone else will. I mean, I really like Travis Etienne, uh, and I think I J- do too. And yeah,
0: I don't feel like he's he's been he hasn't been mocked anywhere.
1: Yeah, which is a bit confusing to me because, like, I get it. Running backs aren't drafted that high anymore more often than not. But, you know, Etienne's still a really good athlete. I think he deserves to go round one. But, yeah, I think Najee Harris will be the first running back off the board. Just his his power, his size, and his lower body explosiveness. I feel like that would be a really good pick for the Dolphins. Uh, just in that they have literally no one there. No one. More or less. And if you're going to have that rookie quarterback then I mean, a guy that he, he's handed the ball off to before several times. And also someone who can step in right away and be a contributor on a cheap contract. I think that would be really good for the Dolphins.
0: Alright, Dolphins going 18 to Or Najee Harris going 18 to the Dolphins. I couldn't speak there for a minute. Uh, <laughs> I have the 19th pick, and this is where I might think I might be stealing in Fonte's pick. Uh, Don't I, you dare. I initially... <laughs> <laughs> I initially wanted to go uh, with Trey Lance here. If he had fallen this far, just because I think, you know, Washington as much as they do have Ryan Fitzpatrick, we saw what Heineke did last year, um, but I, I think getting another guy just to kind of make it more of a QB battle. Trey Lance is a guy who a lot of people are high on. If he fell to Washington, I think they they might pull the trigger, but uh, he's gone. So I do have a backup. He's looking at me so angrily. I do have a backup option in mind, but now I don't know if I want to take it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> um, oh, I could... and that, Well, it would make it really interesting for who he goes at 20, because 20 is, of course, Infante Chicago Bears, for those who don't know. Uh... And you know what? I'm going to give our draft expert a bit of a difficult task. I'm going to pick Tevin Jenkins.
2: Wow. To Washington. Tevin Jenkins. At 19,
0: who is my backup, who yeah. I know Infante loves Tevin Jenkins. Oklahoma State legend. And uh, now he's got a little bit of a, of a difficult <laughs> decision at 20 because he's gone. I've picked him at 19. Deep you shouldn't breaths. have picked Trey Lance.
2: Deep
1: Deep breaths. <laughs>
2: Dude, this was me like Uh, 10 picks ago.
1: This is crazy. (laughs) Uh, The the cycle is now complete.
2: Now now you have to steal one of Jack's picks so that we all go for circle. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. What
0: do you you think of that? Now what are you going to do at 20?
1: First of all, I hate you. (laughs) Second of all, all, I I really like Tevin Jenkins. I'm just going to be honest with it. I think that he's from a power perspective from a technique perspective he's you know smart and he's big he's a lot of what you want in an offensive tackle and is he gonna be elite i don't know because i don't i think he tested really well at his pro day i think he's just a decent athlete on tape but he's he's a plug-and-play starter Mm -hmm. a very reliable guy i think that can bring a nasty edge to your offensive line and In real life, as a Bears fan, this is what I'm worried about. Washington taking Tevin Jenkins because they need an offensive tackle, and Jenkins will probably be the best guy on the board still. So I don't know. But, yeah, it makes me sad because you put me in a little bit of a pickle here at 20 (laughs) because that's who I was going to take.
0: I kind of wanted to make it interesting, I'm going to be honest. But I also do know that Washington (laughs) is a team that might take him if they don't go maybe receiver or quarterback if that doesn't happen. But who are you now going to pick with the Bears? Got to think about it a little bit. This is your team, so. Yeah,
1: I got to think a little bit about this one here. So, I'm not a big fan of the offensive tackle value available on the board here. I feel like it can either be, and and, uh, there isn't a quarterback worth taking here at 20 uh, outside of the top five guys that are bound to be gone before then. So, I'm going to go with Rashad Bateman, wide receiver out of Minnesota. and. I know that wide receiver isn't necessarily the biggest need for the Bears, but I think in terms of pure value, uh, I think that's you know the best you can get in this situation. I think that Rashad Bateman he's he's physical, he's athletic, he's intelligent. Uh, he brings a lot to the table, and I feel like the separation between him and guys like. Uh, Chase Smith and Waddle. It's not a massive one. I mean, there is some separation right. there, but I don't think it's a huge one to the point where okay, he's you know these guys are very clearly leagues ahead. Bateman's close with those guys in my opinion. So get him, Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney. I mean, keep in mind they were looking at Kenny Galladay really heavily in free agency. So they're, I mean, obviously they're drafting Rashad Bateman, putting him in the slot, but you can move him around. You can move Allen Robinson around. You can move Darnell Mooney around. That's what the Bears did a lot of this past year with their receivers, and I don't f- think they're looking for as much of a pure slot guy as much as they are just talent. Yeah. So I'm going Rashad Bateman here, even though my guy Tevin Jenkins got taken I'm very ahead of me. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm I'm at peace now. I'm at, I'm I'm at peace now. I, I have a solid uh, consolation prize with Rashad Bateman in yeah. the Bears. I think,
0: too, like – He'll be more better better off even with Andy Dalton throwing him the football over Tanner Morgan. Tanner Morgan's not good. Yeah, I, I I've seen Tanner Morgan play. He's not good. Um, and yeah, Tyler is it Tyler Johnson the one that's on the Buccaneers? And then yeah, 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 Tyler Both Johnson. Both of them made that Minnesota
1: team. They good. did. It was not it yeah. was not
0: a Tanner Morgan team. It was yeah. those guys. That but uh,
1: 2019 Minnesota team was so much fun. Yeah,
0: they were they were good. Go um,
1: Golden Gophers.
0: Yeah. I can, eh. no but Pete who are you picking <laughs> with the 21st pick the Colts mm-hmm. he's looking around he's doing some deep some deep research here all I'm saying is get an offensive lineman get my guy jt23 no some protection good
2: offensive linemen. So. <laughs> <laughs> I might think about going defense here
0: okay I know our our Colts friend Justin was telling everyone that they're not taking an edge rusher.
2: But I think some people are mocking that. What are you thinking? I'm definitely thinking about taking an edge rusher. <laughs> I'm thinking about an edge rusher or um, maybe a, a a safe, a corner. Oh, geez. This is... Suspenseful. This is intense for me. I'm going to go with Caleb Farley. Ooh, All okay. right. Okay.
0: Why I'm, Caleb Farley? I'm going to go
2: Caleb Farley because... I mean, it's a team need, and also uh, helping out with that defense a little bit. Offensive tackle would have been something I would have gone number one, but I just didn't feel like there was a guy who, in that position, if I tried to go for it, it probably would have been a reach. But corner, it looked a little, I don't know, a little bit of a rocky rocky position. They have Rock Yassine, Xavier Rhodes, TJ Carey, and... Tr- Trayman Smith, and so adding a little bit of help there with Caleb Farley I think is more what I was thinking I definitely was on thinking about Jalen Phillips and uh Kawitty Payne out of Michigan oh yeah I think I was between pay or Farley, but I feel like I needed to Farley's been on the board for a while and so back yeah. up that secondary exactly
0: all right um we'll have to start I think going a little bit a little bit quicker now with our analysis but yeah we on the 22nd pick. I'll keep it short and sweet. Tennessee Titans is, my, is me. I'm picking for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a couple mock drafts mock this guy to them. I am going to go wide receiver for them. I think getting AJ Brown another another weapon. You know, it'll just it'll just have it'll just help them them balance their wide receiver core a little bit. I'm going to go Elijah Moore. Right. out of Ole Miss to Tennessee. Now I'm not a big fan of Elijah Moore because his on-field antics don't suggest that he's uh, he's got some <laughs> discipline issues. But I don't know. Maybe he's overcome those and he's obviously a very talented guy. Um he's quick and and you know, he's a he's a good receiver and he's overcame that Mississippi State uh, moment of the, of,
1: yeah, of the celebration. Stupidity, yeah. if you will.
0: But yeah, I'll go Elijah Moore, the wide receiver out of Ole to Tennessee. Infante, you're once Alrighty. again picking for the Jets.
1: The Jets are back. They're baby. back.
0: J E T S and
1: as intriguing as it might be to get an offensive guy I think the board is really looking for a defensive prospect here and there's a cornerback in particular I really like I'm going Greg Newsome the second corner out of Northwestern for the Jets They haven't had that true shutdown corner since Darrell Revis uh, I feel like Newsom can be that guy. I love fluidity instincts length physicality. He has almost everything you want in a cornerback, so it's just a matter of staying healthy with him, but I think that he's a really talented player. I like that pick for the Jets. Not to brag, but if the if the Jets do take my incredible advice, then I think they'll be they'll be back. well suited.
0: Oh, he's <laughs> he's calling it. We're writing that down. That's archived. <laughs> That's archived. It well, is archived. We will recycle yeah. that clip when the yeah. Jets win the Super Bowl. Exactly. I promise you that. We're
2: Peter, do some MVP. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> I kind of I kind of screwed out. Yeah, I was you you Steelers messed up your own pick, but. I'm going to go with Vera Tucker out of USC. Get that okay. offensive line a little bit of boost.
0: All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's probably smart considering that you <laughs> you stole their own yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. Low-key. They don't need to win though. more
2: games. What are they, the winningest franchise in the NFL? This is true. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm also picking again here with Jacksonville. And this is a guy who I, I don't know much about. Um, I was kind of looking wide receiver here, maybe, just to give Trevor Lawrence a weapon. But I am going to pick on the defensive side of the ball because this is a need that I read. And Infante, help me out here. It's Trev. It's Trevon. Is it Mo- Moore- morig Morrig. Trevon Morrig. out of TCU. Okay. I just know they need some safety help. Um, And I think, you know, he's the best safety prospect in the draft. He's available at 25. I think it's a bit of a no-brainer there for yeah. Jacksonville.
1: Yeah, I can get behind that for sure. I think that Morig's a uh, super rangy ball hawk dude, super athletic. I, I like that pick for Jacksonville for sure.
0: All right. New Orleans. No,
1: not New Orleans. New Orleans. It's Cleveland. 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 I was looking at my this picks. For you. <laughs> Cleveland. Who are you picking, Infante? All righty. Uh, so here at 26, I can go in a lot of different directions, but I'm going to go with a truly positionless player, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, Ooh. linebacker out of Notre Dame. I think whether you play him in the box as a true linebacker, put him as a safety, put him as a nickelback, he can play anywhere. Super athletic, super smart. I think he's a really good fit for the Browns and what they need on that defense.
0: Is that similar to kind of how like Isaiah Simmons was, where you can kind of play yeah. all over the defense, their defense?
1: Yeah, I think that one thing that puts Simmons over Moa in my mind is uh, size. Owusu-Koromoa is a bit smaller, but s- same you know general skill set in terms of le- well not length but athleticism, intelligence, tackling, coverage, all that. I think. Very versatile guy.
0: All right, Pete, you're up next. Ah. is it Bal- Did
2: Baltimore have two first round picks?
1: They, they do. sure do. Oh, yeah, because wow. they made the, oh, the, they made the Orlando Brown trade.
0: Brown, Brown, trade. Brown trade. You're right. You're right. 27, Baltimore.
2: I'm gonna go with uh, the guy who I didn't pick with my Colts pick. I'm gonna go with Pay out of Michigan, the edge guard, the edge rusher. All righty.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty good shout for the Ravens at 27. I have New Orleans. Um, I'm gonna go back to picking receivers again for New Orleans. Um, I'm between a bit between two guys right now, um, but I think as much as I like the, one of the guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna let him fall probably out of this first round. I'm gonna pick Terrace Marshall to the okay. n- to the New Orleans okay. Saints. A um, little bit of bias here. I saw Terrace Marshall's probably best game of last season <laughs> when he played Mizzou and had like 200 yards receiving. Yeah. He's insane. I just think he's really fast and he's. Big too. I don't know. I he, he could be a dominant receiver, and I think that'd be a good pick for New Orleans.
1: Um, I like that a lot. I, they don't really have a whole lot next to Michael Thomas right now, so yeah. I'm a big fan of that.
0: All right, Fonte, who are you picking with Green Bay? Twenty nine.
1: All right, so not gonna lie, I am tempted to go wide receiver here. Uh, you know, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Rondale Moore. Oh, yes. that's who I was
0: debating between him and Terrace Marshall. Yeah. So I'm glad he could go in the first round. He is. We're we're big Rondell Moore fans yeah. on, the Moore. on the penalty box.
1: Yeah, uh, I was thinking of going offensive tackle, but I just like the I just like Rondell too much. And as much as I hate to see it as a you know being a Bears fan and all, I think Rondell will be a really good fit alongside Devonte Adams. And they don't really have a lot of talent at receiver right now outside of him. So getting a guy like Rondell, great compliment to Devonte, but also. Uh, gives them a guy who can maximize Aaron Rodgers' last couple years here.
0: I definitely agree, Pete. Number thirty, Buffalo.
2: All right, I'm gonna finish up my picks with a guy who I picked in the uh, the uh, uh, the Duh unwritten rule mark draft. Aha! Uh-huh. I'm Ooh. gonna go with Jalen Phillips. There we go. Out of Miami. All right, you got any quick analysts or analysis for him? They need one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they need what? He's an edge guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they, they probably do. I think you picked. You pick Miami's both of your picks, yes you did. No, this is Buffalo. What am I talking about? You picked. He went to Miami. You I pick? just, I just had like a oh, severe no. brain fart. That was, that was terrible. I, I heard did, Miami I and He's going to Miami. Not, I did he went pick there for both college. of
2: Miami's picks so. though. Yeah, you
0: did. So I was right, but like not really. Anyway, um, all right. Second to I, last pick. Second to last pick. Baltimore once again. Uh, I'm gonna go with Samuel Cosme Ooh. out of Texas for this pick. Um, I think. They need to replace Orlando Brown because they traded him. Um, they could plug Cosme in there. Obviously, he's not going to be as good off the bat, but that's who I'm picking. And then, uh, Infante, you've got the last
1: one. All righty. I'm closing things out. I'm with Tampa Bay here at 32. and Tampa Bay. They, you know, they're, they're returning all of their starters mm-hmm. from last year, so it's not like they have any huge needs, but I'm taking a guy who can step in and potentially be a starter next year. Not 2021, 2022, I'm talking here. Cause okay. Because Jason Pierre-Paul is going to be a free agent. He's going to command big money. I don't know if they can afford him. So I'm going with Jason Awe, the edge rusher out of Penn State here to close out the first round. I'm talking a guy who's 6'5", 257, with a 4'3", 740-yard dash. Sheesh. And a, a, almost a 40-inch vertical with that size. I mean, he's raw, and he didn't have a single sack in 2020 with Penn State. Oh. but Man, just those tools surrounding him with that talented of a defense, I think you could get the best out of him. Hope for him to be a long-term developmental type of guy.
0: All right. Well, I mean, that's that's just about all we got. The... the... The 32 picks have been decided. This is what's going to happen in the draft. There's yep. no point in watching the draft anymore. No. We just told you. <laughs> we we just, just told you. Exactly. I got off the phone with Roger Goodell, yep. and this is what he said going to Exactly gonna be. what's going to happen. Um, word for, yeah, pick for pick. Pick for pick. Word for word everything. Exactly. Well, we'll see. We'll compare how many we actually get right compared to what the teams go with. But, guys, we all satisfied? I think, think we did a good job.
2: I think we did a great job. Absolutely. Besides the fact that I screwed Pittsburgh out of a running back, that, I think I did a great
0: job. <laughs> that you did. That you did. But that's okay. Um, yeah, I think that'll just about do it for the penalty box. Won't have time for a penalty box segment this week. We are sorry, but
1: I'm getting screwed out again.
0: <laughs>
2: you Bring kind of are. I'm down. sorry. Last I'm time sorry. we ran
1: out of time and now we're, <laughs> we're
2: here again. I even uh, had 40 questions ready just in case you went dang. over. I will, we'll, we'll have,
1: have you we'll on find again. Yeah. We'll, find, we'll a find a way. We'll yeah. find a way. We'll find a way. We'll find a way. We'll figure something out. Uh, but Infante,
0: thank you nevertheless for being on for the draft analysis portion. Uh, and yeah, that'll just about do it. Peter. What's your final advice for everyone for the week? Um,
2: um, wash the dishes. Wash the dishes. <laughs> do your dishes.
0: Keep a clean kitchen area. That yeah. is number one priority. Sanitation. Um, but, yeah, that'll do it for us this week for the Penalty Box. We hope you enjoyed, and uh, we will see you next week. Have fun watching the draft, everybody, and take care.
1: I do I
2: don't deserve nothing